Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? Welcome inside Gwen and Chris. Wednesday edition, full four hours on the uh Air with you today. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. Uh, of course, game number five of the World Series. Uh, that gets underway at 5 o'clock, so we'll keep you up to date with all of that. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, old raccoon eyes, is back today, although I think he finally got rid of the raccoon eyes. <laughs> After about 30 minutes. Took him like an hour and a half of scrubbing this morning. Oh, but, uh, old raccoon eyes. Yes, old raccoon eyes is with us today, and uh, Tony and Chris with you. Hanging out, as mentioned, until 6 o'clock. A lot of good stuff for you. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, will be on the show today. He is a great baseball guy, and uh, he joins us on what could be Tony Gwynn Jr., the final day of the 2023 Major League Baseball season. Uh, it will be that if the Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. And, you know, based on the kind of year it was for our Padres, based on the viewership I'm seeing for this World Series, which is at an all-time low, Maybe it's a good thing that tonight could be the final night of the Major League Baseball season. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking that on the way over here. Like, man, this is this could be the end of baseball this for, yeah, for, this for the rest of the year. Yeah, this could be it. Uh, you know, the Rangers look like they're going to close it out. I mean, obviously they they blow out the Diamondbacks last night. I mean, the final score was eleven seven. I give Arizona a lot of credit for battling back uh, against all odds there in the last two innings, but. A 10 nothing lead was created by uh, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, uh, combining for seven ribbies and a couple of home runs early in the game. And even Torrey Lovello said, I messed up. I messed up, man. I got to do better. Pitching to Corey Seager with uh, three runs in and a base open in the top of the second inning. And Seager, who's pretty much already locked up the World Series MVP honors as long as Texas goes on to win this thing, Made the score five nothing, and we've talked about this before. It's those two run hits with two outs, yep. Tony, yep. that kill you. And uh, Texas got two of them in a row uh, after the first run came in. Remember, Jankowski got a base hit to keep the rally going, and then Semyon a two run triple with two outs. Seeger a two run homer with two outs, and the score goes from one nothing to five nothing just like that. In case the Rangers weren't satisfied, Jankowski had a huge two run double himself. In the third inning. And so we said Adelise Garcia could not be replaced. Travis Jankowski provided a pretty good uh, facsimile last night. And I told you that yesterday he was going to step into the fold. He'd had a a good season all year long. Yeah. Um, And when he's been called upon, he's he's been productive. And in the World Series, it was no different. Freddie 
had himself two knocks, big two two out or two out RBI, double two RBI knock, I should yeah, say. That was huge. And and again, when you're when you're on that field and you've got two outs and you're on the defensive side. Right. And you you are very aware that man, we get out of this inning and not giving up a run here. We're 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 gonna we're be all good. right. We're yeah. good. And the and momentum they changes. Stick four runs on you and, like that, right? To get four, that's just that's icing on the cake. But to just get runs with two outs, we watched the Padres struggle with runners in scoring position. We watched them struggle with those two out knocks. Yeah. all season long, you see how deflating it is. For a team when you're on the Changes cusp. A game. Yeah. I, I, I've always felt that that at bat with two outs and a runner at second and third in whatever inning it is are the biggest moments of every baseball game because it's a two-run swing. Momentum. If you get, if momentum you get the guy very, out, they get no runs. If the guy gets a hit, they get two runs. That's That changes games. Momentum very rarely exists in baseball, but... Those are the times where you could actually see it change, yeah, like in, in, in in real time. And so, Rangers, they're in the catbird seat right now. I mean, they get a win today. They're going to be celebrating in Arizona on visiting territory. That pool is going to get splashed. You I guarantee be, it. They'll oh, spend a little time. They'll in the pool, spend huh? a lot of time in that pool. Yeah. Do you think Arizona, just to be mean, put some armed guards surrounding <laughs> the pool so that the Rangers yeah, can't, can't get in there? You can't go jump in Arizona. There he is. There he is. I knew the raccoon. That, that was going to get him out of here. The raccoon. The His hater. first words of the show. Yeah. There he is. I, I don't there think. Is. Is. I don't think you should go be going to jump in Arizona's pool. Oh, I think you should. Oh, the Dodgers did it well back. They were like the first to do it. And do you want to be a, a Dodger? No, you uh, don't. Listen, when you win a World Series, you are entitled to the place is yours, basically. Yeah, you're going to own place. this place. I mean, <laughs> look, it's your place. The Rangers own every ballpark in America right now. They swept the Orioles on the road. They swept the Astros From on the road. From east to west, they got it. They swept, uh, who was their first opponent? Uh, the Rays? The Rays. Yeah, they so it was the Rays. They took them out on the road, then the Orioles, then the Astros. And they still haven't they lost just, a game They just on the have road. been moving west the whole time. It's they, unreal, man. They are 10-0 and 0 on the road. I mean, how many teams during the course of any Major League Baseball season, I don't care how good you are, and I don't care how bad the opposition is, you win 10 straight road games. That just doesn't, doesn't happen. happen often. And Texas is doing it under the most you know high-profile of circumstances. They're looking to finish it off. I think most people think it's over. But I do caution the... The Diamondbacks, to a lot of in a lot of ways, the way I'm thinking of this, are kind of right where they're comfortable being. They were completely dead against Philadelphia. They were down three games to two. They were heading to Philadelphia for game six and seven, and they found a way to win both games. I think they tell themselves, "Look, guys, we find a way to win tonight." Adelise Garcia is not coming back. We can go to Texas and win. I, I, I still think Arizona believes. I don't know that it's going to be the belief is going to be enough to carry them to three straight wins, but I haven't totally put this season to bed yet. Yeah, you lose two home games though. That's the difference. They, did, they only lost the one to Philly, and that was right? after they bounced back after and they got tied the, it. They tied it, and All so right. you know, listen, I, I'm not going to count the, the the Diamondbacks out. They have they have proven. Their worth in terms of hey, don't count us out. That's but right. They, this they is deserve a, at least that. This is a pretty steep climb at this Agreed. point. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that one kind of uh, all unfolds. But the thing that stood out to me in last night's game is is the same thing that stood out to me, which is why they were so dangerous before they kind of fell off the cliff a little bit at the end of the season, uh, and that's because one through nine that lineup 
can be productive. You talked about Freddie, who was hitting ninth last for night for Texas. For Texas, yeah. Uh, sorry, Travis Jankowski. That that seven, eight, nine part of the lineup. Look what they did to really flip the lineup so that you're putting. Uh, Tory Lovello in a spot where he's got to decide whether he's going to pitch to Corey Seager or not. Bottom Marcus of the lineup Simeon. had uh, three hits, three RBIs, and five runs scored last night. They for were Texas. on. If they weren't knocking somebody in, they were on the base pass no, right. for the big dogs, and that's the difference in last night's game and the game before. The bottom port, the part of the lineup. Yeah, they did their thing. And Corey Seager is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, he's on his way to being the next, if he's not already, Mr. October. They did put you a graphic his, up. He and Reggie that. Jackson have both played the same number of games in October, and they have the same number of home runs. He's got, I think October. Corey's got one more RBI, I, I, I think. think. Corey's got another RBI. So Corey Seager, 19 postseason home runs now in 77 games. Young, uh, and he just, uh, I mean, he is tearing apart Arizona in this you series. Young so. hitters, if, if you're listening and you're watching this series, watch Corey Seager's lower half. Lower his, half. His Tell, low, me. Tell his, me what this is his all His lower half. Because I could use a little help. I his, got a softball game tonight. Basically, from the waist down, his legs is yeah. are what I'm talking about. And his swing are so connected to connected to, his, to the rest of his swing. Are you my swing is probably disconnected? If I'm being honest, I haven't seen your swing. But it's so probably disconnected. I don't know. Because I don't hit the ball like he does. <laughs> so that's, that's the... Uh, that's the telltale sign but right he there. But is, he is so rooted in the ground, and you can just see his lower half really being the engine, which it should be, behind the swing. It's not his arms. Mm. It's not his hands. It's his lower half that does pretty much all well, the work. He crushed a ground rule double in the game oh. last night as well. So he is locked in. The Rangers look like they're locked in. And if they do win tonight, Tony... That will leave us with only five franchises in Major League Baseball do not have a World Series title. Yes. Alas, I say those franchises are the Rays, the Mariners, the Brewers, the Rockies, and unfortunately our Padres. So we're, the, what, we're the second oldest out of that group? I believe we're the who's older. I mean, Brewers? Uh, no, the Brewers came in the year after the oh, Padres. So we're the oldest. Dude. We're the oldest. The Padres <laughs> came in in 69. Brewers took over for the Seattle Pilots in 1970. And then the uh, Rockies, Mariners, and Rays all came after that. Yeah, so the Padres yeah, have been the, the oldest. oldest team without a. World Series title, and as we say, misery loves company. Yes, yes we don't we have do. much company left. We're Everybody's of, leaving. We're, we're running out of company on the list of teams without a World Series championship. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, wrote in. Yes, well, thanks to most of you who wrote in thoughts and appreciation for our interview yesterday with Bob Melvin, the uh, the outgoing Padres manager. Most of your uh, responses were. Uh, we're very kind, and we appreciate those. For those of you that wrote to just rip us a new one for that interview, uh, you're a hater too. What can I say? I mean, join the club, sickness, join Scraby's club. Yeah. yeah, it was. I was, you giving, know, I was, I was doing more of the hating in the. I love yesterday, the people you know? who write something in like, uh, if I had interviewed Bob Melvin, I would ask him this, this, and this. Oh yeah, would you have a job after that? Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, no, it's not I even about was, the job thing because it's no, it's not that. I mean, it's about being decent to another guy who right. comes on, another human being who comes on the program and gives us his time. Right. I mean, sorry, but I'm not Jim Gray. I, I'm just not going to ask a bunch of asinine questions just to okay. just to tick everybody off. So 
that's just not the way it goes. But thank you to everybody. If you missed the Bob Melvin interview, I think uh, by and large it was pretty good. It was pretty well received. There was some good info in there about what transpired, what didn't transpire. You can always go to our webpage at 973thefansd.com or just search 973thefan on YouTube and you can watch the stream of our interview. I will be wearing a captain's hat and Scraby will have raccoon eyes, which made the interview that much more comical yesterday. So uh, thanks to everybody on that. Uh, we have a couple seconds in this first segment. What is going on in the National Football League? Oh, boy. Wow. I mean, just a crazy oh day, all starting with the Raiders and owner the Mark Davis, Raiders. who on Halloween night at, what, 10 o'clock at night? Man, Mark wasn't playing. He was up late. I mean, evidently, he just did not like the tone of the trick-or-treaters at his house. Because <laughs> he was in no mood at about 10 p.m. last night. He just fired Josh McDaniels. I cannot commend him anymore. If I'm a Raider fan out there, this is one of the happiest days of my life. I think it's almost as exciting as the day they drafted Marcus Allen. I mean... Josh McDaniels, the Raiders, I said it yesterday, they were not going anywhere as long as he was head coach. I think Mark Davis came to the same conclusion. So they move on. Listen, um, when, when you got him. your two best guys, and by the way, he was a part of drafting Josh Jacobs. He was a part of bringing in yeah. a guy. And both those guys turned on him. I mean, well, I'm not talking about necessarily uh, Josh McDaniels. I'm talking about Mark Davis. Like, okay. He's been at the helm with this. He's seen this talent come in, right? Yeah. And he's seen this coach that, because remember, it wasn't by choice that he really had to go get Josh McDaniels. Remember, the NFL forced him basically to fire uh, John Gruden. That's right. Who was his original choice. That's right. And so I think as he saw this thing starting to unfold, and players don't seem to be happy. Fans certainly aren't happy. You're you're just swimming in mediocrity. Yeah, I, I think this is what the Davises do, right? They, yeah, they, well, they, I commend him though, yeah, Tony, because I he's now paying over forty million dollars in coaches' salaries to Gruden and McDaniel's for two guys that are no longer coaching his team. Yeah, that takes a lot of guts for an owner to do that. So I credit him for it. The general manager was yeah. also let go, as was the offensive coordinator. And oh, by the way, today veteran quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was sent to the bench. Yeah. he will be replaced by rookie Aiden O'Connell. And we have a question and, about Antonio that. Pierce, on Sunday. Antonio Pierce, former New York Giant. Yes, uh, is, the, is new the new head coach. Interim coach, and that's the first move he makes is, all right, Jimmy, have a seat. Have a seat. We're going with the young guy. Going with the young guy. So a big shakeup at the Raiders. We got to talk about what's going on with the Packers. They are not in love with uh, Jordan Love, apparently. Wait, what? what? Uh, General manager came out today, said there's a lot more time that we need to evaluate Jordan Love. We're not really necessarily ready to commit to him as our franchise quarterback. Wow. The Chicago Bears have fired a running backs coach over, quote, a behavior issue. This is their second behavior issue from a coach. This has happened under Matt Eberflus, and that's nothing compared to some of the charges that are being levied against uh, Cardinal. 
Cardinals owner Michael Bidwell. Yeah. People there in Arizona are saying this guy is a nightmare to work for. There are uh, huge stories in both uh, The Athletic and on ESPN about the disaster that is the Arizona Cardinals. So we will get into all of that NFL talk as we go along today. But uh, baseball, final day of the 2023 season, very possibly. Matt Snyder, as I mentioned, will join us. we got a Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show headed your way today. Daily Gambit, Chris versus the fans, the Big Five. It's all coming up between now and 6 o'clock. As we get underway, Gwen and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 222 on the clock. Tony Gortini, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. <clears throat> Had some uh, breaking news before the show. We didn't get to it in that first segment, but certainly uh, it's concerning here, out here in, in our parts, in our neck of the woods, San Diego AD uh, Bill McGinnis has resigned, a source told Action Network HQ. This is, a, this is a tweet from, or excuse me, an ex from Brett McMurphy. Yeah. Uh, USD's football program is under investigation for hazing allegations. Uh, McGinnis came to USD in 2017 from Southern Miss in June. McGinnis was named the NACDA as one of four FCS athletic directors of the year. So, uh, yeah. uh, you know, this is here's the thing that, uh, and, and I'm looking at the USD. I mean, they had a press release that came out, and uh, Bill McGillis uh, was there for seven years. Um, it's pretty obvious that the timing of this has to be related to the hazing allegations. Yes. But Bill McGillis released a statement and said, My wife, Margie, and I decided that now is the right time to step away hit reset, and embark on exciting new opportunities that are ahead. I have treasured my seven years at USD. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, USD President James T. Harris responded. I blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, that's basically what he responded with. My point is neither of them 
touched on the elephant in the room, which is these hazing allegations, which are so sordid, Tony, Yeah, that when Mark Ziegler wrote about them in the San Diego Union-Tribune last week, he couldn't even print them. And... I, I, I mean, the University of San Diego is under this huge cloud right now, and the athletic director resigning today, to me, does absolutely nothing to lift the cloud because they continue to avoid the subject that everybody wants to hear about, and they continue avoiding it under the guise of we are a private institution and we have all of our... Uh, investigations ongoing privately, and we haven't got to the end of that yet, and it would be inappropriate for us to release. It would be very appropriate for you to start releasing some information and start telling people in this community what in the world is going on at your school out there, because we have a right to know this is a private university in our community that is embarrassing right now. And I, Scraby and I have said the same thing for the last two weeks while you were gone, Tony. Also, if USD doesn't say something, then it's left up to us, our own devices, to think whatever it is it's we not, want to not, think about that's you. That's not what you want. That's not what you want. That doesn't help change your narrative. As Listen, one of the reasons why the all this hubbub about the Padres at the end of the year kind of blew over relatively quickly was because everybody on every side spoke on it and so you could move on. There wasn't any room for you to put your own spin on what exactly is happening. But USD has chosen, and listen, it it is within their right because they're a private institution to go at it the way they have, but they have chosen to remain silent. And what I can tell you is – Especially in today's media world, when you leave blank space in a story, it gets filled in. Whether you want to fill it in or the folks who are writing about it. That's why I keep bringing this up, man. If you're a USD out there, get the word out. At least get a word out that you would like out there rather than the narrative that we're all thinking. Uh, but in the meantime, and, and, and it's not just that we're all thinking. The lawsuit has been opened yeah, to everybody. It's all to see. kind of out there, so, trickling around. Guess what? Now you don't have to worry about the media filling in. That lawsuit paper is going to fill in the blanks of what everybody's thinking is going down. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, as it is right now, the practices remain closed. The players, head coach Brandon Moore, remain totally unavailable for any kind of interviews. So USD just continues to forge on as yeah. if nothing's happening. Now their athletic director says he resigned. Does anybody believe that? No. So anyway, Torero, Torero, a nation. Uh, you guys can do better than this. And yeah. I think it, you better do something better than this soon. As I said last week, I know a lot of people that work over there, good people at USD. There's a lot of good people whose reputation name slash is being tarnished to a certain extent by all of this just because they're connected from USD. Oh, you work at USD? Isn't that where this sordid hazing incident is going on? What do you know about it? What? I mean, that's all anybody is going to be talking about. You guys, uh, all right, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Do something quickly. Uh, Chris touched on it in that first segment. We'll get to... Some of the things that uh, some of the stories that are going around 
uh, in the NFL right now. But uh, we're talking Padres baseball and with free agency really right around the corner, especially after today. If if the, the Rangers win today, that's where the attention turns to. It shifts to free agency and all of the moves that teams are going to be making. And Padres have a few of those. Uh, um, Josh Hader. Do you what, what, excuse me, Tony? Do you immediately become a free agent as soon as the final out is made tonight? Is that how it works? I or? think that I think they have to. Teams have to tend, uh, give you a qualifying offer okay. or something along those lines first yeah. before you officially become one. Okay. Or they have to decide if they're going to give you a qualifying offer. If right. they decide to give you a qualifying offer and you, you take, you don't take, you're free agent. If they don't, you're free agent. So we'll see what happens. Josh Hader. Uh, is the big closer on the um, free agent list this year. Last year it was Edwin Diaz. We saw how his year went. Never really even got started. Heard himself uh, celebrating in that WBC. Uh, But I I think the question that a lot of people have asked, I think Chris asked Bo Mel about it yesterday in terms of his usage, how it went down. Will it hurt? Will it impact his free agency, do you think? Do you think teams are – because at this point, I, I would assume word is out. doesn't take much to, for it to travel around the baseball circle in terms of how he was used, when he was used, when he wanted to be used. Uh, will it affect his free agency, Chris? No. I don't think it will either. I don't either. <laughs> I, I just think somebody somebody out there is – I mean, look, it may it may scare away one team or two teams – but it's not going to scare away every team, right? It's only it takes gonna, one. It's right. It only takes one out of the other 29 teams to say, no, we think Josh Hader is going to change our fortunes around, and we are going to do everything we can to sign him. Do you? And think, they're going to pay him huge money because quick, of the statistics that he's put up. Edwin Diaz set the record for largest free agent contract ever by a reliever. Five years, 105. Hmm. Do you guys think that the team that does sign Josh Hader will find themselves feeling like it was down the stretch and we and the team needed Josh Hader, but there, he wasn't coming in the game? I, I, I think it depends, right? Because the one thing that you could say that there may have been fault in terms of Bo Mel is how, although reportedly Josh didn't want to be used in certain situations, that doesn't then mean he gets to dictate where he's used when he is used, right? I know he's your closer, but as we had a caller mention, and I think it's been brought up over the course of the year, there's a few times eighth inning could have been the closer spot. And we've seen it a lot in the postseason yes, this year. Yes, they do that a lot now. Uh, and, you know, if you're not going to be able to use them uh, on certain days, you know, then you, as the manager, really dictate when you're going to be used. Now, you're not going to use them in the fifth inning of a game, but if the best three hitters are coming up in the eighth, you, you definitely have the option to use them there. Something I, you could do. But do we, uh, Do we? by the way, do we all know for sure that Josh Hader walked in and laid down a directive that's and why said, I said, I'm said, only re- pitching this inning? That's why I it said It was all reportedly. reported. Yeah, we don't that's, know that's that what, any of this is even 100% true. 100%. We know that somebody suggested that it might be true, but Josh Hader... Never came out and confirmed any of that. Nor did I get a. Con- did you get a confirmation on it from anybody? I, I didn't. So you know, I think you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, if the guy's going to every go time pitch- it was brought up, I think something with the answer along the lines was we have discussed certain things, but it was never really a direct answer. It that. wasn't a direct answer, but 
someone, again, again, when you don't directly answer it, you fill in the blanks. People get tend to fill in the blanks. And for someone who just is watching the game, thinking, okay, this is Josh Hader time, and then Josh Hader doesn't come in, and you're like, well, the guy hasn't pitched for eight days. Why is he not coming in for this three outs right here? It it, it leads me to fill in those blanks of. The rumors are true. The reports are true. I see. All right. Well, of course, it leads you to fill what in is the that, blanks. Does that say something about you? Or does that say I think something? it says something about you. <laughs> no, I think it says something about everybody. <laughs> All right. Let's get to break. There is a, a, a new report that's kind of coming up. Not kind of. That's coming across my phone right now. Uh, Dennis Lynn, Ken Rosenthal, and who else is it? Drellich. Drellich. Uh some, a report saying the Padres had to take out a loan at the end of the season for $50 million. I, I haven't read the full article, but I do know, having been in this game, that's not unusual. Teams do that, typically. Um, I read the whole thing, too, and I came away with it. Going into it, I was like, ooh, this is juicy. juicy. Yeah, then sure after reading did. it, I'm like, oh, well, teams do this all the time. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know that this is a big deal. I, I have to get into it and read it a little bit myself. We may get into the discussion. We may ask our next guest, Matt Snyder, a little bit about it. But uh, we got plenty of show to dive into this. Some NFL. Lakers taking on the Clippers today. Ah. Uh, I think they have their new weapon. I Is saw James Harden going to play? He walked into the locker room yesterday. So I, I mean, it's only up to, you know, who knows what his <laughs> what goes on in his mind. I'm not counting on it. He's probably already asking the Clippers for a trade out you of there. You think so? If, yeah. I, 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 had a, I had someone ask me this online. Uh would you ever buy a James Harden Clipper jersey if you're a Clippers fan? No. The, a jersey's what, well, like 250 actually, bucks maybe? Being that it's his, what, fifth? Oklahoma, Houston. I can't even tell yeah, you. Yeah, it's his fifth team. You might be able to gamble on the fact that he can't go anywhere else. Yeah, uh, that, he'll find He'll ask to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, man, you just got the Clippers James Harden jersey. That No one likes that one. Hey, might, at the end of the day, as a Clipper fan, you might be able to say, well, he stayed with us the longest, so I went ahead and bought his jersey. There you go. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. More good with Chris ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hi, right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 2.40 is the time. It's Chris Ello. It's Tony Gwynn Jr. It's Matt Scraby. You can listen to the program, of course. You can download anything you might have missed on our webpage, 97.3 The Fan SD. You can uh, download the Odyssey app, which will give you all kinds of control of when and what you can listen to. Or you can watch the stream now. Go to YouTube, search for 97.3 The Fan, and uh, make sure you subscribe to that channel. It's very simple to do. You just push a button, something even I was able to take care of. That's true. So. 
Yeah, it is true. Finding uh, it was a different story. It but. took me a while to find it, but then you came over and understood why it was that I was struggling. It was a little confusing, but yes, now, it that, was. now that the YouTube page is getting some uh, attention from, from people out there. It's a little easier. It's a little bit easier, and uh, you can also see the Bennett Woods full show on there as well. There's some other yeah. videos that you can go check out, so go to the 97.3 All kinds of fun YouTube. stuff now. 97.3, uh, the page at uh, YouTube, and you can watch Gwen and Chris. Uh, every afternoon, we're here till 6 o'clock. Matt Snyder is a scheduled guest in this segment. Uh, we're uh, efforting to track him down. Um, so that gives us a moment to talk about game number five of the World Series tonight. Zach Gallen is going to start for Arizona. And Nathan Avaldi is still 4-0 in the postseason, goes for Texas in the clincher. Gallen, your thoughts on him, Tony? I mean, the guy the pitched, man. pitched great ball all year long. Hasn't been phenomenal in the postseason, at least not yet. He... Uh, but he's got to be good tonight, right? Yeah. I, I mean, what I think of Zach Allen, he's, he's, he's one of the best pitchers in the league when he's right. Um, and the thing is, he hasn't been bad or average. He's just been good. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the postseason, sometimes good is, is not good enough. Not good enough, right? right? He, I, think, yeah. I think his last outing, he made a couple mistakes and he paid for them. If I'm not mistaken, if he makes even something close to a mistake against Corey Seager, it's leaving yeah, the ballpark well, right yeah, he's, now. He's the one guy where you pretty much have to be perfect, or you just need to put him on. If you're not going to be perfect, put him on first base. Let him clog up the bases. I but, wouldn't think it'd be a bad idea to even think about putting him on in the first inning. And here's why: he, well, Texas is ten and zero when they, they score, score first. first. Yeah, you can't let them score the other thing before is, you come to bat. The other thing is Corey Seager. The the one thing you have to do against Corey Seager and, and he neutralizes it is you gotta get ahead. But he's also like the best first pitch swinging right. hitter you groove a in all the baseball. So that's why I said you either have to be perfect, because that means on O O count, you gotta spot up and paint the black down and away, something down off like right on the corners. And it's still not a guarantee at that point that he won't bridge you at that point. So uh, he's got his hands full because if if the bottom of the lineup is doing what they did in the last two games, getting on base, it's, it's, then you got to pitch to Corey Seager, yeah, and Marcus Simeon for that yeah, matter. Simeon heated up last night with a five RBI game, and uh, the Rangers look like they didn't miss out Elise Garcia at all. No, but uh, you know, like I said already, if Arizona can win one game, and that's tonight, they got to you know put everything in this game. They can go to Texas and win, too. I mean, it's not impossible because you'd be talking to a team that already went to Philadelphia and won, too. So the odds are certainly against the Diamondbacks. Uh, you know, the uh, the talking head on ESPN, Chris Russo, uh, the Mad Dog? You know the Mad Dog? Yeah, yeah. What he he was supposed to retire. He, he was didn't. supposed to retire yeah, he didn't. because he said, if the Diamondbacks come back and beat the Phillies, I'm going to retire. I immediately started rooting for the Diamondbacks <laughs> to come back and beat the Phillies. It wouldn't I wouldn't have missed Chris Russo had he uh, retired, but he didn't retire, and now he's coming on saying basically he's going to retire again if the Diamondbacks are able to come back. So I mean, this he's doubling a, down on this it. is a little bit easier to double down up three one, but but still if they come back, will you please follow through on your promise? I don't think so. 
I know he will. <laughs> I don't think so. He's what's the to. point of even making the statement know. in the it, first it, place it, when we know you're not going to do it? It's, it would be more of him losing credibility that he keeps throwing this out there, even though he has no intentions of retiring. Unless, That's right. Of course Tony, he does. You're absolutely right. I am uh, tired of these uh, loudmouth talk show hosts making claims that they can't back up. Huh. Oh, yes. Name one that I've made that I haven't Kyle backed Shanahan up. Kyle Shanahan was a terrible coach. You haven't backed that up. I haven't backed that up. What do you? Okay, that's not a comparison. How is that not a comparison? I I haven't threatened to do something. I didn't say if Kyle that's Shanahan, a good point. if he Kyle didn't say Shanahan he was gonna quit. doesn't win a game, oh. I'm I'm going to go up there and belt him over the head. <laughs> I, yeah. Understand. Yeah. I understand. All right. So I haven't made any claims that I haven't backed up. I said that Kyle. Did I say Kyle Shanahan's a bad coach? It was I, an open. I, I I think in I think in your angst to get under. Scraby, Scraby skin. skin, you might yeah. have said that. But you've also said that Josh McDaniels was a bad coach before he even got the job. Yeah. So that one's turned out You've okay. turned out to be all that right. That one's that turned one. out okay. And right now, Kyle Shanahan, not a very good coach. You're only as good as your last game. Yeah, I mean, listen. You guys are saved he by did Matt cut, He did cut bait. <laughs> he did cut bait with the last quarterback. Hey, Brock Purdy okay. was the one. Not the time or place. <laughs> you not, not the time, the time or place. Or Matt place. Snyder is, is on he, the phone. Oh, he's on the phone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. We've, You're lucky. We've located You're Matt. Lucky, you are lucky, Scrape, because we we're going to tear you up that time. <laughs> uh, Matt Snyder from CBS Sports, uh, one of our great baseball guests, joins us on the program. Matt, how are you on what could be the final day? Of the 2023 yeah. baseball season. I know that part of it probably saddens you. Yes, it does. And I'm also sad that I missed the call. I couldn't hear it. I'm so sorry. No, no, no uh, worries at all. But anyway, no we're good here. We're good now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, – I hope I, – I know you're not supposed to necessarily root for teams, but I just want it to go six or seven. So I hope the Diamondbacks get this one. Um, but yeah, it's, you're right. It, it's bittersweet, right? Like I'm here, I'm excited for game five, but it, it's like, uh, please don't be the last game. Come on now. We need more than five in the world series where you go through and you think about like the best world series, none of them were ever just five games. They always go to six or seven. So hopefully they can get one here. Uh, they showed life late last night. Maybe that's a good sign heading into today. They, they did hate hit Nathan Evaldi pretty hard in, in game one. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that sticks out about this World Series, last World, World Series, there was one team that was supposed to be there, one team that wasn't, and it ended up yeah. looking like there was one team that was supposed to be there, one team that wasn't. Right. Uh, back here in San Diego, Matt, there's been a lot going on. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, yeah. Padre, Padres are in the uh, on the look for a new manager. Is there any name out there that hasn't been mentioned? We've talked about Benji Gill. We've talked about Eric Chavez. We've talked about the in-house uh, candidates and, and Ryan Flaherty and, and Mike Schilt. Is there anybody that you think should be involved that you haven't heard? I wouldn't mind talking to Will Venable. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a San Diego tie there, and uh, he, he's the Rangers bench coach. Yeah, Number two, yeah. so he's learning under Bruce Bochy right now. I mean, Bochy's the playoff master. So uh, I, I wouldn't mind that. He's an up-and-comer, but I haven't heard his name at all, so I don't, I don't know if he's being considered at all. I was just surprised that he wouldn't be. Um, you know, you're basically the number one assistant for the team in the World Series. Usually your name gets bandied about. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he should be in the mix. But otherwise, that the, he basically said him. Um, I also, I know everybody's connecting him to the Mets, 
But with Craig Council yeah, out yeah. there, I think he's one of the best managers in baseball. I think it's worth a call, and it's no worth doubt. trying to throw more money at him than the Mets do. Um, but we'll see. I, I know he's interviewing with Cleveland. I don't know why he would take that job when he's interviewing with the Mets. Uh, but I, the Padres could compete with the Mets here. I, I really think they could. I think if he looked at that talent that the, the Padres have in the house, he would probably think, you know what, uh, maybe I'd rather live in San Diego than New York. I don't know. I, I would. I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. We appreciate that. Uh, Matt, uh, from everything you've read, everything you've heard, everything you've surmised from the the situation here in San Diego and A.J. Preller going to you know be running this show yeah. no matter what, Bob Melvin and he obviously didn't see eye to eye, is that going to be difficult to find the right manager, though, who's going to want to come in and well, and basically yeah. have to toe the company line a little bit? And that might be the problem when we, I just talked about council. Maybe it's, hey, the Mets will leave me alone, but the Padres, it looks like it seems like Preller won't because if he ran off the veteran like Melvin, uh, maybe that would be a deciding factor for council there. So, yeah, but I mean, it, if it's an up-and-comer, like in an Eric Chavez type where it's going to be his first managerial job, I, I'd be okay with that. I mean, there's there's guys like, Kevin Cash, who are really dialed yeah. in with the front office, and it feels like the front office make a lot of those decisions for him. He doesn't seem to mind it. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, there's only 30 managerial jobs in, in Major League Baseball, and if you get one of those 30, that's a pretty pretty nice perch there. So, um, yeah, it's somebody like Council it, it might be by that, but below that, I think most of those guys would take it anyway. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, joins us here on Gwen and Chris, and, and Matt, uh, we saw a report last week uh, in regards to Juan Soto, and the Yankees were connected. When you, when you look across Major League Baseball, Yankees obviously they they got the it was a young kid Dominguez, I believe it is that um, everybody is is feels like it's one of those short thing type deals. When you look across Major League Baseball's landscape, are the Yankees the best team? If the Padres were to make a deal with Juan, for Juan Soto or to give up Juan Soto, are the Yankees the best um, best match? They're a, they're a good match. Um, the Cubs are a good match there at the yeah. point where they have a good farm system and they're looking to spend money. And they're looking to they only missed to get playoffs by one game this year. They're looking to get in the mix. Um, I'm sure that the Mets will be involved. Uh, you know it's. David Stearns gets hired away from the Brewers. Now he actually is allowed to spend a lot of money. He might want to dive right in the pool right there and take on Soto. Uh, although, they, you know, they just restocked their farm system in front of the trade deadline. But I would expect it to only really be mega markets that that do have good prospects. So then there'd be a match that they can cough up the prospects and they know that they have a chance to extend him during the season and don't have to deal with free agency. So, yeah, it seems like the Yankees, Cubs, Mets are the ones that first come to mind. Matt, what about uh, what are you hearing? What do you think is going to happen with uh, Blake Snell and Josh Hader in free agency? It seems unlikely that either or both could stay here in San Diego. Uh, And how much are they going to command out there on the market to make it almost impossible for the Padres to keep them? Yeah, it seems like Snell is probably gone. I could see see Hader being a match there, but – you know, at the end of the day, if you have to go cheap and want with one part of your ball club and, yeah. and figure it out on the fly, it's the bullpen. And so maybe that will be the deciding factor for the Padres. Like, hey, we're in a, a bit of a financial crunch here. We can probably try to piece it together here. And maybe Suarez has a, a huge season or something. It looks like he did toward the end of 2022. Then all of a sudden you've got a cheap closer there. 
so I I could see them them both going. I like I said, I feel like Snell's definitely gone. Um, and then it, it makes sense if you are trying to save money, you know. And maybe that would be the deciding factor on on being able to to hold on to Soto. If you let those two guys walk and you go cheap around it, then maybe you can justify keeping Soto. Um, but yeah, it's in the terms of the contract, uh, Snell's a nine figure guy. It's um, you know maybe it's something like six years, one hundred forty million or something. I mean, yeah. he's been inconsistent. He's been inconsistent enough that you're not going to see him up around the 200 range, but he's absolutely going to get deep into the hundreds. Uh, Hater, what are the, you know, some of the, the other bigger deals like Aroldis Chapman, Kenley Jansen, uh, they fell like in the six years, $90 million range. That's probably reasonable to expect for Hater. Last thing, Matt, before we let you go, and as always, we appreciate the time, but uh, can you just ahead of him winning the championship, which he's likely to do, Sing the virtues of Bruce Bochy one last time. I mean, when he when he first got this job, did anyone really around baseball think, all right, he's going to come back, he's going to immediately win a World Series, another one? Yeah, I think a lot of us thought that he was going to be a difference maker. But, like, man, there's only so much a manager can do. Right. They had to have a lot of things go right for him this year. But they had a lot of injury adversity, man. Yeah, they did. I mean, Corey Seager only played 119 games. Jacob deGrom had Tommy John surgery. Uh, they dealt with Adolis Garcia getting hurt late in the season. That's when they promoted Evan Carter. So what they were talking about last night in, in the clubhouse, Travis Jankowski in particular, because he took over for Adolis Garcia, is he's like, man, this is how it's been all year. We've had a lot of big names go down. Nathan Evaldi went down for eight weeks or so in the middle of the season. He's like, we've just had to get used to having the next man up mentality, and you have to step up when it's your turn. And, and that's what Jankowski did last night. And it just feels like one of those Bruce Bochy Giants teams, right? Where they they've dealt with injury adversity. They they're they're not one of the greatest teams in the regular season, but all of a sudden in the postseason, it seems like almost everything just works for them. And he doesn't even have a good bullpen right now. Their bullpen right. is terrible. Yeah, and he just has to keep piecing it together. And it seems like most of the time he makes the right move. He's phenomenal, and he uh, he's uh, on his way. Uh, they're going to throw him in the pool tonight if they win <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> Boach is a big dude. I don't he's know a big guy, but they, they, I think pool. they'll get him into the pool tonight. <laughs> hey, Matt, thanks as always for your time. We really appreciate it, and uh, enjoy your off season. and uh, hopefully it won't start Will tonight. Do. All right. All right. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Yes, they're back, and you can save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. There's got to be some odds somewhere on. Emergency alert system. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 